From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about the perks that having your eyes wide open has on your sexual intimacy. And there's a quote from Jean-Paul Gaultier that says, I would like to say to people, open your eyes and find beauty where you normally don't expect it. It's kind of an interesting concept as we're talking about having your eyes wide open during sex. Yes. But before we jump into that, we start every episode with a hug. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family private Facebook group that says, on a long ride to the beach, we select podcasts to fill our time. It's a great tool for a conversation starter, and it never fails to do just that. The recent podcast from Tony and Lisa was so needed, Do the Little Things That Matter, which was episode 753. We have found ourselves in a bit of a rut and can identify that we are and are struggling with getting out of it. We're fully aware we are in one, and it's a huge win that we no longer like how we both feel in it. After listening to the podcast, we were encouraged that by doing the little things, we are doing the big. We are doing something. We had a great conversation around what that looks like, and we both feel so relieved. There's no need to stay stuck like we used to. Between a wide range of marriage podcasts, the Six Hoilers book and workbook, it's just being intentional and putting action to that. Sometimes a simple reminder is the jumpstart needed. We look mm-hmm. forward to working on being intentional and finding ways to do the little things. I love it. Yeah, and it is. Sometimes we have to just go back to the basics. And uh, that was what that episode was really about. Like, let's just do the simple things. Mm -hmm. Because little things. Mm -hmm. Little things kind of like keeping your eyes wide open during sex. Uh, Yep. Tony's like, I did not expect that segue that good. That's one of those little things that you can do. (laughs) It is one of those little things that you can do. And and really, the, the catalyst for this episode came out of a few sexual encounters recently where... Tony and I both noticed that there were like minutes. I mean, it felt like minutes to me. Maybe it was only seconds, but like long extended periods of time where we were making eye contact during sex, Mm -hmm. which if you take us all the way back, I mean, Tony and I, as of this recording, are 26 years married. We'll be 27 in October. Um, So we've been married for a long time. We've been having sex for a long time. And I will tell you that in the early years of our marriage, I don't yeah, he's shaking his head. I, no. I I don't remember. No, we are lucky if the lights were even on. So e- even if our eyes were wide open, we wouldn't have saw, seen anything. That's true. We never used to. That's so, wow. That's like a whole other tangent about having sex with the lights on. But yes, we're going to assume, for, uh, well, no, we're not going to assume. We're going to make the um, the foundation for this episode is that your lights are on as we're talking about your eyes being open because otherwise the whole purpose of the episode would be irrelevant because you couldn't be able to see anything in the dark anyhow. Okay. So we we have these encounters and we start talking about this because, you know, it's kind of what we talked about in last week's episode when we were talking about hormones and their impact on sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. We're noticing that there, there are things that are changing between the two of us, how we're engaging Mm -hmm. with one another. And it's not just the hormones. It's these actual, these little 
steps, Mm -hmm. very specifically having our eyes open during sex that are starting to shift things Mm -hmm. between the two of us because of the consistency with which it's happening. And, you know, the reality is, is that whether it's something that's happening between Tony and I or conversations that I'm having with coaching clients, when we start to see these things and become aware of it, we know it's a conversation that we need to bring to all of you. Yes. And, And it's been, it's been a hot minute since we talked about this. Because I, I knew we had done a podcast episode on, you know, eyes being open during sex, but I had to go find it because it's episode number eight, you guys, like two months the, in, two, two months, months in. in to our podcasting journey. So January, February, like probably end of February, beginning of March, 2010. Yeah. 10. And a lot has changed in those years in, and as we look at eyes wide open, mm-hmm. because as Elisa stated, the intensity right now of it is phenomenal. And yet when she brought this up, like, I want to talk about this again, I had to go back and think over the last 13 years of going, what has it been like? And I would have to say that there are times when it's like, it was, it's been amazing. I think right now it's really amazing, but there are also times and periods over the last 13 years where I think there are a lot of times we didn't have our eyes wide open. There are times when we had our eyes like shut as hard as we could. So, yeah. <laughs> it, I just have this image of like like little kids when they've got like their they're like purposely trying to keep their eyes closed, and so they just squeeze them like really, 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 really tight. Yes, and and that is the truth. Something that we shared in 2010 hasn't always happened throughout the years into where we are today. And yet that's the journey of marriage. Mm-hmm. That's the ups and downs. That's the the hindsight of going, oh, that, that was something really special and coming back to it, even though we may not have been doing it consistently in the past. Well, it's also, you know, as we've developed the six pillars of intimacy too, you know, making eye contact is a form of emotional intimacy, right? And talking about this specifically as it comes around your sexual intimacy. And and I get that this is, for some of you, it's a really kind of interesting concept. For some of you, it's kind of a foreign concept. And I understand why. One is that you don't see it portrayed very often. Like in media and whatnot, if you think about it, most of the time people's eyes are closed, right? If, if there's any, not always, I mean, like Tony's giving me this very quizzical, it's not an always thing, but you know, that's one reason why you don't see it portrayed. Secondly, you aren't sure what your own face looks like. Mm. You know, there isn't that awareness and that's a good thing. You're very present in the moment, but you're not sure what your face looks like. And so you sure as heck aren't going to open your eyes to see what somebody else's face looks like. Cause if you're not sure about yours, you don't want to know what's going on on the other side. That, right. And the other thing too, is that, you know, whether we're in that moment of sexual intimacy or we're having a conversation with someone looking into someone's eyes, as you all know, and, and for those of you that have ever seen us, you know, speak live, you know that my mom eye will come out from time to time and it's really intimidating and Tony doesn't like it. And so, you know, there's always in the back of my head, don't make the mom eye, don't make the mom eye, even if you're not sure what he's doing, don't make the mom eye. Because that's like this vulnerability thing. Yeah. I don't or, think you ever have. I haven't. No. I, that is very much under control when we're having sex. It's only when you make some kind of crazy comment when we're on stage where I have to be like, did he just say that? Did that just fly out of his mouth? But like you said, you know, the early years of our marriage, this was not a thing. 
Guys, the only reason we ever opened our eyes during sex was because after we started this podcast, I still remember this, after we started this podcast, we'd gotten, it was either a Facebook direct message or an uh, an email from someone up in Alaska who said, I've been listening to your show and I'm curious, have you guys ever had sex with your eyes open? Oh, wow. And we saw the message and we're like, huh, interesting concept. They, guys, that was like 15 years into our marriage. That's a long time. And it was somebody else that had to challenge it. And so maybe even for some of you guys, mm-hmm. even us just talking about this episode, this concept right now, you're like, ooh, I'm feeling a little, a little challenged. And, and part of it too was that for Tony and I in those early years of our marriage, we were so disconnected emotionally and, and so dysfunctional on so many levels that the idea of being that close to him and being that vulnerable, I was like, yeah, it's not happening. Not have it. And, and yet, once we did start doing that, the openness that happened between us expanded. And mm-hmm. not just in our sexual intimacy. I think by having our eyes wide open during sex, it shifted things in our emotional intimacy. It changed that ability for us to be able to be open, honest, and transparent with one another because we were getting to a, a place. And, and remember, intimacy is closeness and connection. We were getting to a place where we were super close and connected through that nonverbal connection, mm-hmm. right? Of emotional intimacy, nonverbal, it, is, it happens even during our sexual intimacy. And so with Elisa and I testing it out, trying it out, what does this look like? It allowed us, I believe, in our marriage to go to that next level for us to be able to go, whoa, if we can do that there. Mm-hmm. What could happen outside the bedroom mm-hmm. if we're intentional and we take action? Well, it's like we talk about, you know, in so many different areas of our life that the skills you have in one area mm-hmm. can be transferable to other areas, right? If you can be, you know, emotionally vulnerable, make that eye contact when the two of you are in, you know, one of the most intimate moments, what does it look like to be able to take that same skill of being able to maintain eye contact, open your eyes, be vulnerable, that type of thing. When you're talking about finances or when you're talking about your feelings or when you're talking about you know, your children, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you're developing skills. Mm-hmm. Or if you can do it in other areas, let's say you can do it outside the bedroom, what does it look like for you to bring it inside, inside of the, the bedroom? Because there's mm-hmm. no rule. Can I, can I just let you all in on a little secret? There is no rule that says you have to keep your eyes closed during sex. It doesn't exist. It's kind of like the fact that there's no rule that says date night is always dinner in a movie. Also doesn't exist. These are rules that we make up because they've served us at some point in time, but rules that also, you know, theoretically can be challenged. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know that a lot of you have, because 85% of you said that there are times when you do make eye contact during sexual intimacy. And you know, if you're in that group, great. Keep listening because you're going to get some new insights on it. If you're not in that group, if you're part of the 15% that's like, hmm, that's not me, that's okay. Keep listening. That's why we do shows like this, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't matter what camp you're in. It's looking at this and saying, okay, what, what does this look like for other folks in the one family? Right? It's why we ask the questions. So it's not just like, hey, this is what some researcher in some university lab said. This is what's happening with your peers, couples in the one family. And we asked, when we were talking about this on Instagram, we also asked the question, hey, what makes it easy or hard to make eye contact when you're being sexually intimate? Right? I was curious, like for some of you, mm-hmm. like some of you are like, yeah, I'm all in it. Like what makes it easy? Th- here were some of the responses on what makes it easy. 
knowing that we love each other. The more we do it, the less awkward it gets. I, I'd agree with that one. The, it, it's, it's, it's one of those practices. Yeah. yeah. It's a way for us to communicate that we're enjoying one another or see how the other is reacting. It's mm-hmm. a big one. Uh, the amount of trust and love I feel for my spouse makes it easy. And there were a, quite a few of you that said, it just makes it so hot or some <laughs> variation on that phrasing. Yeah. But now we also ask the question, you know, what makes it hard? Well, I worry what my face looks like to my spouse. hundred percent, hundred percent, especially like, cause this is really intimate and your body is experiencing like when you're, you know, going through the stages of having an orgasm, your body is experiencing a whole lot. And maybe, you know, you don't have in that moment, you know, the cast and crew. And I've said this, I said this in six pillars, you don't have the cast and crew making sure that your hair is all perfect and the lighting is just right. And all this kind of, like, it's just you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. Enjoy in the moment, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Uh, other reasons why it makes it hard. It feels more natural to have our eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Also a true statement. Tony and I do not stare at each other from beginning to end. No. It, 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 no. Just, just no. We do know that Tony, you know, from past episodes, we do know that Tony at least has his eyes open to look at the clock when we're getting started and at the end. So I, I know they're open twice. Um, but during the act of our sexual like our sexual intimacy so i would include that in the more the foreplay mm-hmm. into our sexual intercourse time period we are in different spots and in different moments with our eyes sometimes they're closed you know during foreplay that maybe they're closed maybe they're open um during even during sexual intercourse at different times they may be open they may be closed and so it's never this thing where it's like we're staring deep into each other's eyes for the entire time. It's it's more of a, hey, our eyes are open right now. Yeah. And there are times too, and I will say this, where my eyes are open and Elisa's are closed. And there are times I'm sure that you've seen where your eyes are open and you're looking at me, but my eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. And there's never like, hey, open your eyes or anything like that. It's oh, that so weird. Yeah. That it's, so weird. It's a natural, <gasps> oh it's a gosh. natural thing in terms of that the eyes are both of us having our eyes wide open mm-hmm. happens. It's not a, Hey, look at me yeah. type of a, a deal. So just know that it, it, it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Some of the other things that makes it hard. Uh, my spouse doesn't match my intensity. Mm. It feels awkward. I'm trying to focus on the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it feels too vulnerable. Uh, all of this. And, part of the reason why we always do our best to try and share both sides, you know, if something's easy or hard or, you know, what that looks like is so that you can hear because not everybody's going to be at the exact same spot in their marriage. And we're always so grateful for your responses because those of you that find it easier, those of you you that find it hard, your responses help other people even thinking about this to go, oh, wait, what might be a challenge to this? What might be this place that I've got to work through or consider? Yeah. And if you're new to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, we do all of these polls on our Instagram account. Mm. They are on in our Instagram story. They go up once a week, once every other week. And so you have to be looking there to see when they get posted. You're up for 24 hours. That's how an, an Instagram story works. And, and we're asking questions. So if you're new and you're like, what, what are they talking about? Or maybe you've been listening for a while and you're like, Tony and Lisa, where do I find this? Go to our Instagram account, find our story. And that's where we post those. Mm-hmm. And again, there's no set date, time, or anything of that nature. It's we're putting it out there. If you're on, we'd answer. love to hear your response. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you because the One Extraordinary Marriage Show 
is for the one family and mm-hmm. that's you. Now, there was another question that I asked and we're going to talk about it after the break, but I asked the question, what do you want your spouse to know about making eye contact during sex? And that's what we're going to talk about after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. We're back and we're talking about what you want your spouse to know about making eye contact during sex. Because it's all fine and dandy that Tony and I talk about this, that Tony and I share, hey, you know, this is shifting in our marriage. That's all like the 30,000 foot view. Now we're taking it deeper because this is a conversation that the two of you can have right? This is, you know, so often we say that, you know, your sexual and your emotional intimacy, because it's the workhorse, it's involved in all these different intimacies. So while we're talking about having your eyes open during sex, which is sexual intimacy, the conversations on how that's going to happen, that's your emotional intimacy. And, And finding out what might be going on in other people's heads, and kind of getting that research and doing that and to find out like, hey, what do people think about this? What do mm-hmm. other people want their spouse to know? May you know, We provide this information as a catalyst to go, oh, I wonder if this is what my spouse is thinking. And then you can ask them, hello, communication. And then it becomes this dialogue, this opportunity for the two of you to connect. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. If you're stuck in your emotional intimacy and you want to talk about these things or you've tried in the past and, and you and your spouse have tried in it's fallen, like it's just fallen away and you're not able to have progress, I would highly suggest that you apply for coaching because sometimes having that third party in there to hear both sides, allow the two of you to share what's going on and then hold you both accountable to taking action can shift everything. And so if that's for you or you're like, gosh, I I would love for us to to really deepen that emotional intimacy, to deepen our sexual intimacy, to, to strengthen those pillars, Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Absolutely. You know, and a big part of why we do this show is because we don't want you to feel like you're the only one. And that's why I think these responses around, you know, what you want your spouses to know about making eye contact during sex are so powerful. Some of the responses are, you know, start with, I want you to look me in the eyes. Mm. It's a good question. How would you feel if I looked you in the eyes during sex? Right, that that's the way to you know get that conversation going. What would that be like for you? Somebody else said, "I love it. It's a form of emotional intimacy and makes me feel loved and desired." Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick, loved and desired. Most everybody wants to feel that way. Finding out what makes your spouse feel loved and desired—that is a gift. Mm-hmm. The only way you know is if you ask them the question. Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody else said. It feels scary to me. 
I can, yeah. That's I can, real. It's real. I, I can totally relate to that when Elisa and I were first attempting to have our eyes open. Like, it feels scary. It, it feels like we're opening up to another level. And, and you are. And what comes out of it, though, is the that deeper connection and closeness. Mm-hmm. It heightens our sex. Yep. That piggybacks on with the earlier comment about it. You know, it's hot. Um, if, if our oldest wasn't home for the summer... Literally after this episode, I would be doing this with you. Which, you know, that's a whole, we have to do a whole nother episode about kids home <laughs> it, for the summer. That, that, for me, that's where we're at right now when our eyes are wide open. It heightens our sexual experience. Like mm-hmm. it's intense and it's like, oh my gosh, that was absolutely amazing. That's what, that's where I am right now with eyes wide open. You know, other comments were, I feel seen mm-hmm. because you are. Mm-hmm. You know, one way to make your spouse feel seen is to open your eyes and see them. Mm-hmm. So if your spouse is saying, I don't feel seen by you, ding, ding, this might be a way that you can do it. It makes me feel connected. Again, uh, that whole like, how do the two of you create more intimacy in your marriage? How do you create more connection? Somebody said, I'm not sure if I can. Mm-hmm. I had that thought when that email first came in. I'm like, that is crazy talk. People do not open their eyes during sex. Like, what the heck is this? And then it was like half an eye. Like, I'm just going to kind of sort of, you know, you just, like somebody else said earlier too, the more we do it, the less awkward it feels. Mm -hmm. It's okay to acknowledge that you're not sure if you can. It's okay to acknowledge that it's awkward because you have these other opportunities to really build that connection between the two of you. Another comment said, it feels powerful to make eye contact. Yeah. I will amen that one. It, it, it shifts the dynamic. Uh, you know, it makes the moment more intimate. And I love this one comment too, because this is, this is really important, even as you're thinking about your sexual intimacy as a whole. Somebody said, I'd like us to try positions where it would be possible to make eye contact. And so this is really important for the two of you to think about the positions that you're in when you're being sexually intimate. Uh, Can you shift Mm -hmm. how you're positioned so that your faces are looking at each other so that it's an option? It's something to think about. The average couple has two to three positions. Add another one in. Yeah, we have, and I'm gonna just share this. We have a position pack where we have 10 position guides and they're three pages each and we, we talk about what you're doing, images. These are of two little figures. So they're not actual people. They're not drawings. It's just figures. And I'm going to put a link here for anybody who may be like, you know what? We do need to try some new positions. Mm-hmm. We, we need to you know, get out of what we've been doing to have that eye contact in a different way. So I'll, I'll put that here in the episode notes for you guys. You know, the truth of the matter is, is that this is one of those topics that gives the two of you an opportunity to build connection, to build emotional intimacy and to discuss something that can impact your sexual intimacy. And I'm going to tell you, you're likely not going to have it all figured out after one conversation. You're not. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be like flipping a switch. Oh, okay. We're going to open our eyes now. Is it going to change from time to time? You heard us, right? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we can go through a whole sexual encounter without our eyes being open. Sometimes it's super intense right at the moment. Like there's no, There's no blanket statement on what this has to look like. But I want you to consider that this absolutely could be another tool in your marriage toolbox for the connection that the two of you have. Now, 
one little caveat, and I know we're putting the caveat at the end of the show, but it bears stating because some of you are like, okay, Lisa, but you said if the lights are on, I do not look good in bright light. We hear you. Mm -hmm. I don't look good in bright light either. I prefer softer light. That's where things like candles or salt lamps, something that really kind of tones down. Everybody looks good in a salt lamp. It's kind of got that like candly glow, right? And so consider alternatives like that. Yeah. And we have a, a great guide that we'll link up to here. It's 11 must have items you need in your bedroom. And we're putting this in because in this guide, you can take something like what we're talking about, especially with lights, because this is, I think, one of the things that Elisa and I always sort of expected, I guess, early on in our marriage was that sex was at night. Oh, yeah. And sex was It was a rule. Dark. It was a rule. And so until we were able to go, oh, wait, you know what? And, and especially 13 odd, 15 odd years ago, we had our kiddos. So sex was at night. And yet we were like, oh, well, we could do something different. And yes, a bright light, you know, over overhead light with no dimming on it can be a little much when, you, when you're having sex. And so we picked up salt lamps. We've picked up candles. We've picked up different things. I mean... Even putting, put, getting a, like a sound and sleep machine, which you'll find here in these in this article, the eleven must have items, helps mm-hmm. because it it allowed us, for instance, especially with the kiddos in the house sleeping, it just gave us sort of this white noise mm-hmm. that allowed us to have this intensity. So I'll link that up. I'll link that uh, up here in the episode notes for you guys to check out. There are different things in there that can help you out though, to get you into that spot where you're like, you know what? We could do this. We could try this. What does this look like for us to have our eyes wide open? This week, have the conversation, Mm -hmm. right? If this isn't something that you've done before, or if it's been a while, talk about it. What could this look like for the two of you? If it's something that you do regularly, have a conversation about it, about what you really enjoy or what that brings to the intensity or the connection. Like this is one of those topics that people won't talk about necessarily until an episode like this is like, huh, let's talk about it this week. And that's what we encourage both of you to do. Yeah. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week as you have your eyes wide open. We'd love to hear from you and how you're having breakthrough in your marriage. So don't forget you can email us at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Let us know. Let us know the breakthrough, the transformation you're having. If you'd like, you could also text us at 858-876-5663. This week, go out there. Go have sex with your eyes wide open. You guys have yourselves a fantastic one. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>